a sluggo. Slant and go. It's the best two, right? Best looking two. Hey, I can still hear you. Oh, <laughs> sorry about that. Casey, the beef Korean from he is the uh, chairman of the Chamber of Commerce of Defusky Island, but apparently he hasn't paid his internet bill. Uh, as he's, he's only got sound, there is no picture there. And this has been a dream of Locks ever since Clip <laughs> said that he didn't have to look at Casey's face. And uh, here we are. And <laughs> Locks has been voted. Oh, oh man. Uh, I haven't I told work him. in technology. <laughs> That's a good point. I haven't told anybody yet this, Casey. I know it's been a secret between the three of us, but Locks was voted Mr. Blue Can of Pooler, Georgia recently. Right. Uh, <laughs> Crowning achievement. <laughs> Crowning achievement, uh, except on Sunday mornings, he feels a little bad about it. <laughs> but the other days of the week, it is a great achievement. So I had this brilliant intro, you know, I do this little comedy routine every week, and I thought, what can I do this week? And I didn't have anything. I had a busy day today. I know that shocks everybody, including my wife. But um, I said, what can be funny today? And then 10 minutes before the show, Lox is asking me about the, the, the show rundown. It's show 70. He's never asked me about the show rundown. On the one day, I'm too busy to update it and have it perfectly in line. The other 69, he didn't care. It's just today that he cares. I've always looked, though, just so you know. Okay. Pull back the curtain a little bit. If we're being honest, Marty does all of the outline. Very rarely do I even edit anything. So. Well, as, you, as you found out today, all I do is cut and paste, and sometimes I forget. <laughs> I start to wonder. <laughs> and sometimes I forget to edit. Today was one of those days. But, Casey, I'm really happy because uh, we're feeding the vets again this year, and I talked to Jimmy today, and I already promised him a check, so we got to do something, right? Um, you've contributed $25 that from your of your losings, as I told Rob. Uh and I'm going to match that. And I had some money from uh, previously from my old stick about the um, interesting that I don't do anymore. But anyway, these guys get together every Christmas for dinner. And we're going to we helped them out last year with an amazing two hundred dollars between all the donations. Nelson helped out. JJ from the Chop and Beef fame helped out. Um, but I thought a little bit a little bit something more this year. Right. Give the people something, something that's very, very rarely seen in uh, in the wild. And um, that would be, if I can get back to our thing here, one of these. Wow. Actually, four of these. <laughs> Three people in the entire world. Well, excuse me, four people in the entire world have these. The three beautiful faces you see, I can't even do it right, Casey. How do I do it? And the, the and the 
The coaster's upside down. This is it's, <laughs> what kind of production are we got going? This on is here? turning into chopper beef here. <laughs> the three beautiful faces here each have a set of four, and Aunt Alyssa, who really should feel special, she That's has right. a set of four also. Uh, so if you donate to the vets for every dollar you donate, I'll put your name, I'll put you an entry in to get a set of four of those shipped to you free by Pony Express. Cause believe it or not, those things are kind of expensive to, uh, they're more expensive to mail than they are to, to buy. Make. Yes. There's <laughs> no doubt nice about set. that. Yeah. Nice set of coasters. No question about it. We uh, you can Venmo me there at Martin dash Coleman dash seven or PayPal. Either way, just tell me put coasters or vets or something in there. Let me know. 100% will go uh, to the vets for their Christmas dinner. I talked to Jimmy today. As I said, he's he's so excited about getting a, a turkey or whatever they eat for Christmas dinner over there at the BFW. Last year was kind of weird. Um, I had to leave the money under my doormat because you know they're older fellows and they weren't comfortable, you know, sure. being in person or whatever. But he got it and he thanked us, and we're going to do it again. JJ said he's all in, and um, I'll reach out to him and see if he's still all in this week. So. Appreciate JJ uh, from the Chopping Beef. It's it's been a lot of fun talking to him. And look who's the first to, to comment today hmm. from the injured reserve list. It's uh, that's how you make an entrance. J, uh, JP Priester. Now JP, um, he's JP. You're part of the show tonight. I don't know if you knew that, but I'll, the name of the show is Long Strange Trip, and you getting run over on the sidelines is one of the weird things about 2000. Yeah. Of all the things, and JP's a, a, a celebrity in, in my world anyway, and the thing that no one really talked about, but that was Jamie Robinson, that the, the South Carolina transfer to Florida State that knocked over JP. <laughs> so, you know, if that just adds more fuel to the rivalry, South, Clemson, South Carolina, I don't know what does. <laughs> yep. No, I didn't know who it was. I just heard JP say it was a big – what do you say? A monster coming toward him or something like right. that? It came fast. <laughs> Quick. Yeah. Uh, Nelson, I wonder if monkey business is on the agenda. Another weird thing no. about 2021. Please. Yeah, we've had enough monkey business without that monkey business. And John Shancy says, Rutgers wasn't in the top 25. <laughs> Definitely a conspiracy theory. I Thanks agree. Thanks for all three of you for uh, getting the show off to a rollicking start. Um, we talked about that. Okay. What a weird year, fellas. Clemson and Florida State. Every game except for the South Carolina State game has had some kind of weird, I don't know, vibe to it. Vibe. <laughs> it's been this been up and down. You think you're gonna win, you think you're gonna lose, you know you're gonna win, you know you're gonna lose. Sometimes all wrapped up into like one play or one series. I mean, we've had um I don't know. Everybody says 2020 is weird. We've had pick sixes on shovel passes. We've had fumble safeties and then fumbles on the two yard line recovered in the end zone. We've had uh, BT Potter miss one field goal all year, missed like 106 last weekend. We had a tackle in the open field that happened to land on the runner, landed on the guy who tackled him and ended up being a 75 yard touchdown. We've had penalties out the wazoo. How many injuries? 40-something for Clemson, 14 season injuries. We've had more COVID this year, it seems like. Problems at Clemson, of course, Trevor was a big one last year. But it seems like we have more COVID problems this year than last year. We've had a lot of fumbles, haven't lost many of them. We lost one last week. 
and a lot of bad play. It has been a weird, strange, almost every game, as I said, besides the Florida State game. And you know the weirdest thing out of all this, maybe? Clemson. Everybody's ripping Clemson to shreds, but guess who's played Georgia closer than any other team on their schedule? Guess whose three losses all come to teams ranked in the top 25? There's no, quote, bad losses. There's a lot of bad-looking losses when you watch the game. But, I mean, there's no loss to, you know, Syracuse or whatever. What a strange year. After all that talk, beef, please take it away and uh, give your thoughts on the weirdness of 2021. And it's not just Clemson in there. I, I focused on Clemson, but there's a lot of other weirdness going on, too. I keep saying it, and I sound like a broken record, and I'll give you a little quick scenario. This weekend, my my oldest stepson was in town, and he's kind of acquired Clemson as his favorite team. So we're watching the game, and he's like, how you doing with the season? I said, actually, I'm, I'm actually enjoying it. It was right around the time DJ's, DJ's uh, fumble into the end zone. <laughs> and I and so I'm literally looking at him. I'm like, I'm actually enjoying it. This game's actually fun. This game today's fun. You know, BT missed 100 field goals. Throw it! He goes, yeah, you're really watching these games calm now, aren't you? <laughs> so that's how I feel about this year. Like, in my mind, I, I keep trying to fool myself into thinking that I'm enjoying these games, but there's still a, a lot of me that uh, it gets a little frustrated at times. But, uh, you know, it, it is what it is. It, it's kind of one of those finish out the string type of seasons for Clemson. Uh, you know, to, to, to throw uh, fuel on the fire, our boy JP gets run over. I mean, what else could happen? in 2021 for the Clemson Tigers, but they won the game. They got the W and uh, you know what? Win in advance, I guess this year, that's all you can really do if you're a Clemson fan. Actually it's win and don't advance this year. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> JP chimes in. You don't realize exactly how weird it is until you put it all together. And I had a hard time putting it all together because I started writing and, you know, okay, oh, yeah. And then I go, oh, oh, yeah. Close the document, open it back up. I forgot <laughs> about this. Close the document. I forgot about this. It has just been weird. Locks, your take. Well, look who finally uh, covered a spread, your tires, <laughs> in the simplest of fashions. Not if you had uh, 10.5. <laughs> yeah. And, well, that was going to be the best part. I, we thought we finally got Oh, it. so excited. And then you got it at 10.5. But what – what a bizarre, bizarre ending, too. And to have – typically, if that's during play, that's not called a touchdown because he got shoved into the end zone, right? Isn't that like a penalty, I think? Or I, I don't even know. Only, your, only if it's your own teammate. He got shoved in by Florida State guy. <laughs> still, the amount of money that changed hands from that being a nine-and-a-half-point closing line to, to be a ten-point victory was incredible in the closing seconds of just, you know, goofing around – flinging it back and forth, and it was just rolling toward the end zone. They just happened to grab it. It's incredible. But, yeah, I mean, first time they've covered it spread all season. Yeah, just – And just, it's pretty late in the season. Yes, <laughs> so. yes. And the reason I thought I had 9.5 is I did it um, uh, online. After mm-hmm. we chose it, I did – I'm playing on a tally site. I put, put my picks in a tally site. And sometimes they have a different line, and they have to have 9.5 when I put it in. And that's why I was so – that's why I threw my phone when yeah. – <laughs> and you guys were happy for about 10 minutes till I yeah. figured out that, oh, I actually had plus 10. I just – I thought it would have been great show fodder if you were if you were one of the guys with the bad beat, right. you know. 
Casey, I think that's the only time you've screamed at me in the 70 uh, episodes <laughs> is when I said, oh, I made a mistake. I actually had 10.5. I think I went on a bike ride with my boy, and I came back to that text, and I was like, you got it. No, he changed it. I'm scrolling back through the text going, he changed it. He changed it. Yeah. <laughs> he didn't uh, change it. It was, yeah. it, it, was, it was the best part of the weekend uh, besides the Clemson win. But like you said, the way it ended is just nuts. He, he got another – Another fumble or turnover for a touchdown. I mean, fellas, we can't do that this week, right? <laughs> oh, and, and, and Dabo said it. Dabo said it today. It's like we got to stop scoring for the other team. <laughs> There's some there. That's why he's head coach, Casey. Um, uh, yeah, and I, I, I went through. You know, I'm taking out the highlights. I'm looking at the. So I looked through the whole game, right? The um, what do you call it? The condensed game. I watched the whole game interview and pick out some highlights to, to post. And DJ looks so good on some plays, man. He was perfect. The, the touchdown pass to Allen and got over the middle. And then he can't hit the broad side of a bar and he stands there like a statue. And I think that's the difference, right? If you saw Trevor or Deshaun back there, now when DJ, when it's a designed run, he does okay sometimes there. I mean, when he has to block, he. But if he's back in that pocket, he's not scrambling for anything. He is a statue. His feet don't move, right? Deshaun and Trevor would, would move to the right or left and, and then throw the ball. DJ stands there and gets crushed. Um, I think he does have a footwork issue, and I finally realized it eight weeks into the season. But I, when he gets his feet kind of shoulder a little more than shoulder width apart, that's when he seems to – do this little hitch his little like he's not confident enough but then like you said marty at times he looks like he's the most confident quarterback in the country that ball to davis allen was was awesome literally an overused cliche about only where your receiver can catch it that's exactly where he threw it and i hate the fade pattern i can't stand it because it rarely works it worked in there and and again the 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 interception he threw he was literally just staring at ross from the start of the play uh, it, it's just I don't know if he's just there's just too much. He just needs to go out and play, and yeah. like he like they probably let him do against Notre Dame last year. I know it's overused as well, but just go out and play. I think he's scared to make a mistake, and that only leads like the prevent defense. It only prevents you from uh, from winning. And he's he's prone now to mistakes because I think he's so afraid to make a mistake. Yeah. John Chancey says, we apparently have a secret player taking rush at running back as an emergency contingency plan. Great. That, that, Johnny Greenbeans. Jim, Jimmy Greenbeans. Hunter Renfro. Boy, we need a Renfro or 17 to show up. Uh, Zach, <laughs> what's your thoughts on DJ before we move on? Well, you know, just to reiterate what Case was just saying, it, it – the staring of the of the receivers is just really a, a big thing that's been prevalent ever since game one this year. At least if you're going to stare at the receiver on the right side of the field, check to another receiver on that side of the field. I'm not asking you to look across the whole thing. I know that's really hard if you're not confident in doing it, but at least check two receivers on that side. So look one off, but it's obvious from, you know, however high up that camera is, you can tell he's just got an eyeball on the receiver he's going to the whole way. Has to really make it a lot easier for the defensive backs too. So it's it's just disappointing you haven't seen him evolve a little more. And, and like he has evolved, I think from from the beginning of the year, but we're still not there. So 
I don't know what's going to ha- happen moving forward into next year if he's still going to be the guy, but he's got a lot of work to do for sure between the footwork and the, and the lookoffs. It will be interesting to see what happens come next spring if the next four games or five, if they go to a bowl game, are like this. But, yeah. like, you know, just standing there, like I said, like a statue, there's no there's no effort to get out of the pocket when he's under pressure, which he is, you know, 98% of his dropbacks or sure. seem, seems like it anyway. So it'll be interesting to see what happens uh, next year. Um who knows, you know, Klubnik is a good quarterback, but he's like 186 pounds and, uh, you know, he's a good high school quarterback. He's not Trevor Lawrence. He's not Deshaun Watson. Um, but he's coming from a pedigree of Drew Brees, Nick Foles and Sam Allinger. So who the heck knows? I guess we'll find out next year when he, when he shows up, hopefully he gains about 14 pounds or so. I don't think the idea was for him to come in and play immediately, you know, especially no. with what we thought that Clemson had with DJ in front of him. Right. So, I, you know, there was time to kind of put some bulk on him, let him grow into his body a little bit, maybe end up 215 and be a little bit more durable. 186 yeah. is going to get you killed. <laughs> yeah, he, he plays in the highest level of, of Texas high school football, but let's be honest, that team just crushes everybody. Yeah. He's got like eight seconds to throw every pass. I think they beat somebody last week 77 to three, kick a field goal down 77. <laughs> um, and he didn't even play, by the way. The backup quarterback played, he scored wow. 77 points. So yeah. uh, a couple of weeks ago, they played Parker's school, and it was, uh, I think, 49 and nothing at halftime. And it was, ended up being like 69 to 12 or something. Anyway, we'll see how that works out next year. Uh, and uh, speaking of next year, I'm doing a Casey here. Speaking of next year, Gary Patterson will not be coaching TCU next year or this week or next week is for that matter. Georgia cruised again. That's what made me think about Clemson actually played Georgia closer than anybody. And that includes all those wonderful, great top five SEC teams, all 14 of them. Uh, Michigan State beat Michigan. Ohio State beat Penn State, but not by enough for Zach. Uh, Iowa State, who called it? Three losses, and it was even before November. They had three losses, and they still got some games to play. They may end up with four, five, six losses. And to cap my perfect week off last week, BYU and Virginia scored 115 points the week after Wake and Army scored 126. This BYU-Virginia game, I saw where the live betting, I was listening to the uh, Cover 3 podcast, and they do a late-night version on Saturday, and they were talking about this game as their show was going on, like, oh, the the, the total's now 98 and a half, and then five minutes later, it's now the live total's up to 101, wow. ended up with 115 points. I don't know if it was the, uh, the, the the altitude, as I talked about last week, but BYU outscored Virginia 21 nothing in the fourth quarter right. to pull it out for me. Zach, what's your take on all those topics or anything else you want to talk about that happened last week? I, I'd just say that the TCU-Gary Patterson thing really kind of caught me off guard. Uh, from what I read about it, too, they tried to get him to stay on for the rest of the year, kind of like a – Coach uh, Coach O thing where they just said, let's just finish the year out, not that many games. And he said, nope, done, later. And he was gone. So something fishy going on down there. Maybe he just had it. I mean, the guy's been there for quite a while, right? I mean, how many how many years? I think 20 years, but yeah. that includes a few as an assistant. So like 17 maybe as a head man. 
even if you're going to if you're looking to go somewhere else, wouldn't you want to finish the season out? I, I mean, just by the way this is going, it doesn't feel to me like he's ready to just up and throw his you know hat in the ring for the USC job or something like that, or, or LSU or or whatever. It just seemed a little strange to me that he just was like, forget it, I'm done. So hopefully there's nothing bad going on there. Maybe he was just fed up and tired. I mean, his – I hadn't paid attention to TCU this year, but if you start looking at the numbers, they're not good. So yeah. maybe he was just fed up and tired of it. So And they haven't been good for a few years. Right, yeah. Right. And this, this year sounds like the, the defense is really uh, – you know, which is kind of his hallmark for being in the Big 12. Just It's just not with it. So – uh, yeah, he's done, and it just really kind of just surprised me, just out of nowhere. Well, and this was a debate, and I think Nelson and Nelson says we've got four scholarship running backs, including Wrencher, that's left depth at quarterback. But the, Nelson and um, I don't remember somebody on the somebody in the uh, Facebook group said he, he'll he'll be a hot commodity, and Nelson uh, disagreed with that. I don't know. I you know five or six years of bad teams. I don't know how hot of a commodity he's right. going to be maybe as a defensive coordinator. Um, I, I don't know. I, it'll be interesting to see. Um, hmm. uh, Beef, your thoughts on last week's uh, goings on in college football. Yeah, actually, uh, what was it? 13 years ago, 13 years ago, I was on the Gary Patterson to Clemson train. Like you wouldn't believe I wanted that guy to come to Clemson to be the head coach. They came in the Clemson and beat, beat him. Um, uh, and I was at that game. I just thought they were so well coached, so much smarter than our Clemson teams back in the early aughts. Uh, it was just, it was, it was fun. So I don't know if there's anything necessarily going wrong down there. I mean, obviously it's going wrong, but I don't know if there's anything going on. I just think they probably came to him with the option and he was like, you know what? I know I'm probably going to be gone at the end of the year anyway. I'll just do it now. Let you guys kind of have some, a little bit of momentum going into the next year. Uh, but he'll get he'll get a job somewhere. I don't know if, like you said, Marty. I don't know if he'll be a head man again uh, initially, if, or even if he wants to. And I yeah. think he's closing in on the sixties, so you know maybe he just wants to go live his life a little bit. You never know. But he did a nice job down there for a long time, mm-hmm. uh, a couple rough years, like you said. But he was in the mix there in that crazy 07 year uh, to get into the BCS. So uh, as far as Georgia, Florida, <laughs> water is wet, right? I, I think everyone called that. Michigan, Michigan State was highly, highly entertaining. I thought, you know, there was Big Ten pillow fights. This one was 37-33. It was actually really, really fun to watch. I actually had it on one of my screens. Ohio State, Penn State, that was late at night. I was watching with an Ohio State guy. Yeah, I could have fallen asleep about three times if, if he wasn't serving me tequila. Um, and, that, and that BYU game, I started watching that late night. And fell asleep, but I wish I didn't because I uh, heard it was high flying. Good week of college football. It was a lot of fun. The games were the games were fun for the most part. I'm looking forward to this weekend. Michael Palkovich checks in and says North Carolina's still overrated. They'll be lucky to finish over 500. They play Wake Forest this Saturday. And that's that's one of our picks, and it's a non-conference game, by the way. So uh, North Carolina and Wake Forest play a non-conference game. John Chancey says Gary Patterson can work on his country music career. Uh, that's, that's kind of scary. Uh, and Nelson Chimes in says Gary Patterson hasn't coped well with NIL defensive slip. He'll get another job, but not a hot commodity. Also, some bad publicity. Okay. Uh, SMU. Yeah. What, what yeah. is SMU complaining about? There was something not playing them. 
something to that nature. I don't know. They're, they're just two teams, two schools in Dallas, not far from each other. And, it, and Nelson will probably give us the details, but I, I had heard some little bit of rumblings. I hadn't read too much up on the, on the TCU SMU problems, but I know I heard that there was some. And, and those are two, two uppity schools, uh, SMU and, and TCU. Um, yeah, cash money. And, yeah, no, both. no doubt. Yeah. All right, fellas, it's time for our favorite part of the show. Dave, you could have done any worse if you tried. Oh, I take that as a victory. These yeah, guys weren't doing research, so why should I? Beef, you stink the most. A true believer in what they're doing in North Carolina. That's why I'm picking Virginia Tech, Tennessee. I love Spencer Rattler. I agree with Marty. I don't like this. Look, you smell it, the back door cover. Well, we, we smelled it last week. We were four and five. <laughs> um, and the backdoor cover. Yes, <laughs> almost the backdoor cover. Well, and, and Locks just alluded to it, Casey. I know you guys have been friends for a long time. He had a rough week. We were, we're all going to have him. We've had him, and I'm going to have one maybe this week. I always feel that way about my picks. But I know you and Locks have been friends for a long time. You've been through a lot of me. The Here taco, we go. The taco I feel Bell, the setup coming. The Taco Bell pants issues you guys have shared over the years <laughs> the times you've walked out you've walked too loud all the memories but i was feel lox's text on sunday made me feel really bad so i picked up the phone and i called lox and I, i'm like lox how are you doing and he, you know real sad real down and i said how are you going to move forward lox and i thought casey you were on that call. You were busy with uh, with slider, so so I recorded Locks his answer, and and <laughs> here's what Locks said after I asked him how it was how how he planned to move forward. I don't know, man. I might just fade into Bolivian. You know what I mean? Um, I don't have nowhere to go and nothing to do. You know what I mean? I just go fly my pigeons on the roof in New York. <laughs> <laughs> That's tremendous. He's gonna fly into Bolivian. <laughs> And he doesn't have anywhere to go or nothing to do. He's just gonna he's just gonna go to New York and uh, fly his pigeons. So um, it was a it was a tough week for Locks. I got lucky a couple of times. I got lucky with the Clemson game, getting it at the right number. I got lucky that BYU's twenty six year old guys woke up at ten thirty at night um, and scored twenty one points in the fourth quarter. That's kind of how it goes when you're uh, when you're betting and putting your picks out there in in the public space. So. Let's look at the standings here. There it is. And this does not um, – got an update to these standings before Thursday <laughs> even comes. This is as of Sunday afternoon. Locks had 94.91. Sluggo Bucks 50. Casey had 11,862.05. I had 12,485.48. Locks was 15 and 12. Notice I say was. Casey's 14, 12, and 1. And I was 19 and 8. Again, a lot of, a lot of luck involved in my numbers there. Locks uh, couldn't come up with the third game, so I so graciously said, hey, why don't you bet on one of these Tuesday night games? Okay. And he, all right. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like a good thing to do. And he took Miami of Ohio minus seven, and we know how that t- turned out. Um, they did not win by seven, and they did not win at all. <laughs> so Locks uh, bet 400 on that is now officially at 9,091.50. And it's 15 and 13. But that's old news, fellas. We're going to work on the new news of this week's bets. Um, I'm in the lead, so I'm going to go first again. 
I am going to jump yeah. right on Gary Patterson and that TCU team and go the other way. I'm going to take Baylor minus five. It's minus 108 on the juice. Um, I took this actually before the coaching change was announced because I watched Baylor play Texas last week. It wasn't great in the first half. I was texting with the fellows saying, I don't know. I'm seeing the way Baylor's playing. But second half, Texas showed up and blew a double-digit lead for the third time in a row. Um, I just, after watching all that and seeing TCU and looking at what TCU's results are, I just think Baylor's a, a much better team. They're playing at TCU, but just like the Texas, I only had to go 87 miles last week. Baylor only has to go about 110 up to Fort Worth. Um, Aranda really has this team playing well, and I don't know if they ended up with zero penalties last week, but the week before that, they had zero penalties, and they mentioned it during the game. I think it was in the third quarter they had zero penalties. So they went like a game and a half at least without no penalties. Now, the quarterback only had one interception going into last week, and he threw two, so that's something to be concerned about. But I got this at Baylor minus five. 108, and I don't know what the over-under is on my Sluggo Bucks, but I hope you guys went high this week. I'm going to go 400 Sluggo Bucks on that bet. Wow! Crazy amount to bet on a Baylor-Texas uh, Christian. What's that, 400? That 400. 400. That's a lot. Uh, I hope uh, you uh, hope you got the over. Whoever's whoever's. Hey, it's Vegas. It's Vegas. It's Vegas. <laughs> I, mean, to do I mean, if I picked it, you know it's wrong. <laughs> well, there is that. Well, actually, you got about a 500 chance for 15 and 13. Beef, you're up next. Yeah, sure. I'll go with probably one of the best out-of-conference games you'll see <clears throat> this weekend. That's right. You'll see out of the ACC, Wake Forest, Demon Deacons, currently ranked, I don't know, so close, 10, uh, 8, one of those in the uh, – although Oklahoma's 8. Um, one of those, they're they're, t- they're ranked there, undefeated, 8-0. They go out-of-conference – and play out of the ACC, North Carolina. Wait a second. ACC versus ACC. Anyway, they're playing an out-of-conference game this year, trying to help each other out, get to keep the money in the state, yada, yada. The battle is Sam, Sam Hartman, Sam Howell, one of which is a Heisman Trophy contender. The other was one. So uh, I, I just I, – I don't know what – this one smells to me big time because it's Wake Forest getting two and a half points. This yeah. stinks to me, and I know I'm wrong. But I had to take Wake Forest here. Sam Hartman, 22 touchdowns, three interceptions. Sam Howell, 19 touchdowns, seven interceptions. I'm riding the anti-North Carolina train this week, and I'm taking Wake plus the two and a half points. Minus 112 juice. Even Mrs. Uh, Beef back here thinks the same thing. And I'm going to go I'll, – I'll match Marty. 400 Sluggo Bucks there. 400 slu- – what happened there? 400 Sluggo Bucks for – the beef locks uh, your actually your second pick. Well, I can you know since we each have three. If if you'd like me to justify my my Mac pick, I'd like to just mention that the Ohio University, uh, whatever their mascot is, they only had one win going into that game last night, and they looked like world beaters. I don't know if anybody watched that game because the World Series was on. My God, I knew I was done for after the first quarter, and I was. Very angry, uh, and I blame it all on Marty because he made me pick it while I was driving home from work. So <laughs> I you made go. you, I made you pick it That's on right. your way home from work. So, okay, yeah, I'm down 400, but we got things working. Don't worry, I'll be back. 
That is Herb Street behind Beef over there. He's yeah. read that book, I think, six times, Beef. <laughs> I just got halfway through. I don't know if you, you can't see it. That's all. That's where I am. You can tell uh, me about it, okay? Nice product placement there, Beef. Um, oh, it was accidental. It's a bookshelf. <laughs> well, no, I, I, meant the, I meant the bookmark. You just opened it up and threw it in there so it looked like you read it. <laughs> <That's laughs> all right. Everybody's had a pick. Zach, unfortunately, has a big L by his. They already got an X mark on the Twitter on the Twitter for it. Okay, my next pick, I'm going to go North Carolina State minus three, and that is not the Bucks on the – I hope you didn't factor that in. That was from last week. Uh, North Carolina State's playing Florida State. Now, this is in Tallahassee, um, and I wasn't sure about this game. I think I think Florida State gave everything they had last week, and it was darn ugly. If Clemson was the old Clemson, it had been a 30-point win for the Tigers at least. Florida State doesn't have anything left to play for, and NC State does. I, again, here we go. I just think NC State's the better team. I started to shy away from this. This is minus 120 on the juice. I don't know what Mrs. B thinks about that, but uh, I'm a little worried about giving, uh, giving that much juice. But, fellas, I feel better about this because as I got home today, on the podcast, I heard Kristen Bear Felica took Florida State. So, <laughs> so that genius is on the other side, and it makes me feel a lot better. <laughs> NC State minus three, 400 Sluggo Bucks. Are you getting a theme here? 400, 400. Beef, pick number two. Uh, i got to write this down first because this math thing is hard. got to pull up the calculator <laughs> see if I won. All right, uh, my next pick, I'm riding, once again, this is a theme here. I'm riding the trains of what's the dancing with the girl I brought. I'm going Alabama. I'm just riding them the rest of the year. Big number here. Not a fan of the number, but you got to put your money where your mouth is. T- minus 28 versus uh, LSU this week. I believe it's at LSU as well. Big, big, big number. I just think they're going to go down there. LSU, according to Ogeron, is getting healed up, but they just lost one of their cornerbacks today, I believe, to injury. Max Johnson's just not there yet. I like him at quarterback for LSU, but I just think LSU's going to – or Alabama, they got something for him after, what is it, two years ago? What The last time LSU was dominant and the way that they reacted afterwards, I think Nikki – uh, it's not it's not going to call the dogs off. I think Alabama wins huge here. And I'll bet I'll stay. Uh, I'll, no, you know what? Thousand sluggo bucks. Let's oh, do it. Oh, like twist his oh. arm. Man, big money beef is out of the game. It's worked out for you. You were one and two last week, beef. But That's what I got to do. That's my strategy. You, you were positive because you uh, 170 sluggo bucks because you bet, I think, a thousand on Alabama last week. Heard a crazy stat today they on – I think it was on that same uh, Genius um, Bear and Stanford Steve podcast. Mm-hmm. Alabama's favored by more over LSU than they were over Kent State. Is that is that right? <laughs> SCC. Uh, SCC. <laughs> thousand Sluggo Bucks for beef. Okay, Locks, here's your chance to make up your second. Uh, yeah, second make it back in the mix here. Uh, I think the two teams that I have probably picked the most this season have been uh, – Coastal Carolina, who I'm off on, I'm out, uh, and Wisconsin. Uh, Wisconsin, I have not won with them yet, so therefore I'm going to pick with them again. Uh, I have the over-under uh, at 37.5, and, and I am going over. 
because last week I had them versus Iowa at 36 and a half and I had the over and the under hit. So it has to happen. It's like roulette, right? If you just keep on picking, it's going to have to happen eventually. Uh, I don't really have a, a really good reason for that. It's just suspiciously low. Like last week I was befuddled that it didn't hit. Um, you know, both teams Who are they playing team. this week? Uh, they're playing Rutgers. So they're a dominant force in the offensive realm. Uh, so they both average over 21 points a game. It's going to be tight. I know that. But come on, baby. Help me out here. Uh, the kid's 0 for 4 in the past four. So uh, put me down for 400 bucks on that one. It's going to be huge. <laughs> oh, I, can, back. I can feel the text now from Locks at about 1230 yeah. on Saturday going, we can't score a dang touchdown. Yeah, <laughs> Except it won't say dang. Uh, no, it won't. <laughs> <laughs> you know, uh, it won't. Wisconsin records over 37 and a half. How can they not do that? Minus 107 for so 400 well. sluggo bucks. It's got to be simple. I mean, they <clears throat> it's, they got to do it. I'm pulling free locks. Kind of. Kind of. Not really. Um, all right. I have to edit that out. All right. Here's uh, my final pick. Houston, minus 13, uh, playing uh, South Florida and Jeff Scott. Look, I don't, if you look at my picks, you know I don't like going this big. Like Casey likes the, the big bets on the big numbers. I don't like doing it. I want it to be under seven, preferably under three. But it's Houston. But more than it, Houston, who can score. But more than that, it's University of South Florida and Jeff Scott's crew, who is uh, just not, not, not very good. And they're doing a better job scoring than they did last year, but still – I can picture Houston scoring 40 and, and uh, South Florida getting maybe 13 or 14 uh, points, something like that, and maybe 20. They're, they're doing a little bit better, just not the same. They can't keep up with Houston. The game's in South Florida. I don't think it matters. Down in Casey's all haunts down there in Tampa, right? Is that where it's at? Um, yeah, yeah. Anyway, uh, Houston minus 13. I am going to go 400 Sluggo Bucks, shocker. Mm-hmm. Over or under? I'm assuming the over hit. Mm-hmm. The, over, the over did hit. I mean, the o- over under was not even above a thousand. It, wow. it, had, it creeped up this week because your constant eight fifties or eight hundreds. It was at nine twenty five in the from Vegas, but you, it over hits. Well, the, the good news is for you guys is this: it, the more I bet, the more I'm going to lose. Right, so. Well, that may be why we're doing this over-under thing. Yeah. <laughs> Going you into it. <laughs> it, could, it could have something to do with it. It's passive-aggressive at its finest right here. Yeah. <laughs> we're the passive-aggressive brothers. Well, then my strategy is just to play the low numbers and watch you guys go negative. hope I can go 2-1 and one, watch you guys go negative. But We're not done yet, Marty. Yeah, I know. <laughs> and and uh, I know I'm going to have one of those own three weeks that you just hit, Locke, so – to believe me, I'm not over here thinking I'm uh, Jimmy the Greek or whatever, whatever the thing is. Beef, your third and final pick. Third and final pick is the Friday night in the ACC, ACC heavy. Another team that I usually pick uh, a lot of and I'm very high on. And Locks called me out earlier in the season about BC, always being high on BC. Well, guess what? The script has flipped. I am not on BC after watching them play the last two weeks. I don't know what the heck's going on. Zay Flowers is still healthy. Grossell's not a terrible quarterback. That line, both defensive and offensive lines are not bad. I just don't understand it, but they're playing really poor football right now. Virginia Tech's a three-and-a-half-point favorite. This is a Friday night in Chestnut Hill 
It's probably the red bandana game. BC it usually is. comes out and plays really well. Uh, it's a great atmosphere up there. I swear it is. I know Clemson people laugh at me. It really is on a Friday night during the red bandana. It's awesome. Every fan gets it. I just think Virginia Tech is going to beat them by more than three and a half points. So I'm going to go um, – what do I have? 1,400. Let me go 350 on Virginia Tech. 350 on um, Virginia Tech for the un-American Casey DeBeef Cregan going against Boston <laughs> College in the red bandana game. Uh, I heard they had really good numbers in their red bandana game, Casey. Of course, I know they played Clemson a couple of times. I don't know who else they played. Yeah, um, that's why I was there. That's why I've been there for two of them because it was Clemson. Beef is as putting seventeen hundred and fifty bucks on the line this week. All right, the third and final pick, locks Europe. Yeah, bringing up the rear as usual. Um, <laughs> so yeah, uh, Marty picked Baylor like right out the gate. Yeah. I, as we said earlier, couldn't make a decision if I had to. Uh, then the news came in about uh, about. Patterson at TCU, getting, you know, getting fired, quitting, whatever. Light bulb went off, said, hey, that seems like a good thing to do. So I locked in Baylor at six and a half favorites. So uh, I looked at the numbers, too, after I locked it in, because that's how I do things. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> TCU uh, averages scoring 31 and a half points a game. They also average giving up 31 and a half points a game. Baylor scores 37 and a half points a game, but they only give up 19.4 and for that reason, I'm going to bet 2,500 on this game for wow. the Baylor Bears. The biggest right back into the mix. The biggest bet in Sluggo history. Lots. It's been great playing this with you, and uh, you I'll can still uh, have plenty left for next week. Don't <laughs> worry. I actually did do the math. Dude, whoa! What's what's you? You're reading the outline. You're doing math. You're there's only three weeks left. <laughs> there's, there, there's there's one thing you aren't doing though. You, you, you aren't uh, looking at the stats before you lock it in. That's so, the biggest yeah. bet in Sluggo podcast history, ladies Stay and gentlemen. Yep. Well, how, how crazy is that? Okay, let's see if we can get these right. And You're going to have a column on the spreadsheet. Get them right. On, you're right. Get them right on their graphics. Uh, Marty, Baylor, minus 5, minus 108, 400. NC State, minus three, minus 120 for 400, and Houston, minus 13. That's not Houston Burnett. That's the Houston Cougars. Houston, minus 13, minus 110 for 400. Sluggo, Bucks. I got three favorites here. That's kind of scary. Beef, Wake Forest, uh, getting two and a half against North Carolina in a non-conference game, minus 112 for 400 Sluggo Bucks. Alabama, minus 28. Minus one ten for a thousand Sluggo bucks. Virginia Tech minus three and a half, minus one hundred nine for three hundred three hundred fifty Sluggo bucks in the Un-American Beef Bowl. Uh, <laughs> Locks is already zero and one. He lost to uh, Miami minus seven, minus one hundred five, four hundred bucks. Baylor minus six and a half, minus one hundred eight, twenty five hundred Sluggo bucks. And Wisconsin Rutgers over 37 and a half for 400 Sluggo Bucks. That Baylor game, if I remember correctly, is in the afternoon. Or 3.30. Is it 3.30? Yes, sir. Uh, Casey, expect your text line to be fired up about 3.45. <laughs> Every time uh, TCU scores, it should be uh, interesting over there. On 3.30 on Fox. It's going to have the, the, the A team there, too. 
All right. Before we get to the wrap-up, fellas, just want to remind everybody we are collecting for the vets again in Kyle, Texas. Um, we did this last year. They really appreciated it. Um, the guys uh, did a lot for us in this country, so let's give them a good Christmas dinner. Um, every dollar you donate – let me see if I can get this right this time. Right upside. Every dollar you donate, you get an entry. $5 equals five minutes, five entries to get the most expensive cardboard coasters you'll ever get. Only four people in the world have these. You're looking at three of the beautiful faces right here. And Aunt Alyssa has a set. That's it. You could be the fifth person. Uh, donate. You can do it by Venmo right there or PayPal. We'd appreciate it. And the veterans will appreciate it more than us. Give them a good Christmas dinner. Beef? Will you be chopping beef tomorrow night? We think so. Maybe I okay. might have I might have an obligation, but we'll see. I like it's it. On brand. On brand. Yeah, it's on brand. <laughs> Wife's got a doctor thing, so we'll we, figure. We'll it see out. how she if she reacts. Okay, but we'll be chopping the beef, and she All might right. be on it because well, it might be funny. And the good thing is, is if you <laughs> follow the chopping beef, you will get notified, right? Yeah, when you, when you set up the show, he will notify you. Get your little notification, ding, ding, ding. Chopping Beef has set up a show, and there's the logo for the Chopping Beef, where you can follow that. Locks, we didn't even mention this, but congratulations to the Atlanta Braves. They crushed the Astros. Every home run they hit seemed like 628,412 feet. Yeah. They deserve it. Fair and square. Out hit the Astros. I think it was like 12 home runs to two or something. Um Chris the Astros, world champion at Atlanta Braves. Yeah, it was it was a good series to watch. I know it wasn't the way you wanted to see it end, Marty, but it was uh, it was a fun one. That's it's going to be interesting to see in the offseason what happens to both of those teams. I think. I'll yeah, that the Astros have like um, seven free agents, and yeah, yeah who knows? Yeah, who knows what? Correa is a big one on that side, and Freddie Freeman from the Braves. Yeah. I'm a Berlin. big Yankee fan. We yeah, might need a first long. baseman <laughs> and a shortstop. Verlander too, you know. I don't know if he's what he was, but still, he's a big name, and and that hurt him. But so, but it, but the Braves played played um, played really well, and I, they did everything right. And mm-hmm. I, I try to explain it to Parker that you know the Dodgers had 107 wins or 106, and the Giants had 107. It's who gets hot in that postseason, and it was the Braves, and. Uh-huh. Uh, um, they they uh, they deserved it. It was it didn't end the way I wanted to end or Parker, but I'll tell you this: as a dad, at the end of the game, the kid surprised me. I mean, I sent you guys the the yeah, the rant. The, the rant that was just one of fifty, right? That was like <laughs> ten seconds of fifty rants. But when the game is over, he said, "It's a great season, Dad. Didn't end the way we wanted, but the worst part of this is the saddest part is we have to wait till April to see the Astros again." Oh. Yeah. And I knew the boy was on the right. right He's on yeah. the right track. That's cool. For some reason. Yeah. He, Wise he, beyond his years right there. He I'm, gets it now. Not sure where he gets it from, but he gets it now. But in the heat of the moment, as you know, he gets a little heat. So, <laughs> Beef, thank the people. Let's get out of here. Sure. Thanks to everyone on the Seldom News Reserve College Football Discussion Facebook group, especially Nelson Wilhite for all his help. John Chancy for his work on SeldomNewsReserve.com. Check out SeldomNewsReserve.com. We have a, a, a few things going up there. Definitely check it out. Everyone on the Seldom News Reserve Sluggo podcast, each and every one of you who listens, likes, and shares, and participates, including Uncle John McGee. On behalf of Marty Seldom News Reserve Coleman, 
Zach Box Parker. I am Casey the Beef Freak, and thanks so much for joining us. We'll see you next week right here on Sluggo. I'm so looking forward to that Baylor TCU. Go Baylor Bears, man. (laughs) (laughs) You got to rely on the back, just just like your mama told you when you were a kid. Backdoor cover. I think we're done here.